KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. From the KSL Common Spirit Health Studios, this is KSL News Radio. Utah's news, traffic, and weather station. Good afternoon, 4 o'clock at KSL News Radio. I'm Jeff Kaplan. It's 52 degrees in Salt Lake City. KSL's top story a Utah Major League Baseball stadium could be in the cards. A bill that would set aside nearly a billion dollars of taxpayer money has cleared its first legislative hurdle. It will be the most phenomenal transformational investment the West Side has ever seen. Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall spoke in favor of Representative Ryan Wilcox's bill to increase the state hotel and car rental taxes to cover half the cost of a new stadium. Wilcox says, though, those taxes wouldn't jump until if and when the MLB gives us a team. The hotel tax would go up slightly immediately if the bill's passed, but that would be to help search and rescue operations in rural Utah. However, some people, mainly from southern Utah, voice concern with the plan, including St. George-based lodging executive Josh Sutton. I do not think we should be increasing transient room tax, car rental tax, and other various taxes is outside of the county where the project is taking place for something that will largely benefit one area of the state. The bill passed in committee is now headed to the full house for a vote. Adam Small, KSL News Radio. KSL News Time 401. There are chaplains in the military, chaplains at hospitals. This bill could add chaplains to Utah public schools. Religious leaders who provide counsel and support. The possibility of chaplains in Utah schools is creating debate with lawmakers. Representative Kara Berkland spoke positively of the idea, but questioned if the bill would open the door to all religions, following public comment from Rachel Chambliss, representing Ministers of Satan. I'm enthusiastic about the possibility of our satanic clergy contributing to the educational and emotional development of Utah's youth. From the other side of the table, Representative Angela Romero opposed the bill, stating religious groups can handle it from outside of our schools. That's a phone call away, so I, I really don't feel like this belongs in our schools. The bill moves forward with a 10 to 2 vote in favor. Eric Cabrera, KSL News Radio. Another measure, religious freedoms would be protected in Utah. This bill just needs the governor's signature. This bill doubles down on the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act from 30 years ago. Representative Jordan Tusher told the House floor why it's necessary. The Supreme Court said the Religious Freedom Restoration Act of 1993 couldn't be applied to states. Right? It could apply to congressional laws, but that states had their own sovereignty in deciding whether or not they were going to restrict those types of restrictions on government. Many states have already passed similar safeguarding legislation. This bill is unique, though, because it includes language that reconfirms existing rights for people of faith without repealing any existing protections for the LGBTQ plus community. Heather Peterson, KSL News Radio. Our top national story this hour. Former President Donald Trump says IVF should be legal. His comments following the Alabama Supreme Court ruling. Donald Trump is breaking his silence over this week's Alabama Supreme Court ruling that raised concern on protections for IVF treatments when they decided frozen embryos were children. Trump is calling on the state legislature to act quickly to find a solution to preserve the availability of IVF for couples in the state. These comments come after President Biden put the blame squarely on Trump, saying this controversy is only possible because Trump's Supreme Court justices overturned Roe v. Wade. M. Wynn, ABC News, Washington. Meantime, Alabama lawmakers are already scrambling to protect IVF services in the wake of the ruling. Separate proposals are being prepared in their House and Senate that would seek to prevent an embryo from being recognized as a human life or an unborn child until it's implanted in a woman's uterus. 
Governor Cox is talking about border security in D.C. today. One of the challenges we face, governors, we, we do things. We get stuff done. Um, we're, we're very proud of that. We solve problems. Uh, this is a problem that governors can't solve, uh, although we're trying as, as much as we can. Governor Cox is in D.C. meeting with President Biden while he's on his Disagree Better campaign. A Utah who was imprisoned in Venezuela for almost two years is suing President Nicolas Maduro. Joshua Holt has accused Maduro of running a criminal enterprise that kidnaps, tortures, and unjustly imprisons American citizens. Holt is asking for compensation. An extremely rare occurrence, the waterfalls at Gunlock State Park are expected to be flowing for a second year in a row. Right now at the park, the reservoir water levels are at 100%, but officials tell me that the waterfalls onto the rocks are nothing more than a trickle. However, with more storms on the way and the spring runoff coming soon, they're getting ready for the falls and the increase in visitors that they will bring. As we start to warm up and with uh, the high potential of the waterfalls happening on the horizon, uh, the park and managers are very much expecting visitation to increase, much like we saw last year. Devin Chavez with the Utah State Parks adds that it's important to check the park website to see if the falls are running before getting on the road. Alessandra Harris, KSL News Radio. KSL News Time 405. Now, first look traffic on a Friday afternoon. Ricky Meese is here. How are we doing? We have a crash at 13th South and 9th West. As far as delays on the Valley Freeways, it's southbound I-15, Murray and Midvale. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Thank you, Ricky. My Minute of News. We're going to talk about this baseball stadium business. Stay here. My Minute of News is on the way next.